podcast is brought to you by Vibby.com, the quick, easy way to make highlight videos of your very own. Simply log on to the site, put in the timestamps of your favorite moments, and watch as the highlights spring forward into a video of its own that can be easily shared across social media and other content platforms. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Unicorn.com, the premier esports betting site. Log in today to bet on all of your favorite esports games and see if you have what it takes to win some unicorns of your own. Who knows? It might be enough to win you one of those awesome prizes they have in their marketplace. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Internet. This is Chase Redshirt King Wassenaar. I am a free agent, head coach, and analyst within the League of Legends scene, and welcome to the first day of Team by Team EU LCS podcast previews. It is that time of the year again. You guys loved it when we did it back in the spring. We got a lot of great feedback from you guys, and we are here now looking at the summer split. These 10 teams in the European region that will be battling for uh, the chance to go to Worlds. It's going to be a very exciting split for sure. And I can't think of anyone I'd rather have break down all of these teams with me than my good friend, uh, Walter C80's Fedchuk. Walter, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. We get to cross two of my loves, my hobbyish loves in life with esports and football. This is this is awesome. I'm really glad that we get to uh, we get to discuss this team today because the Bundesliga is my second favorite football league. Well, first of all, surprisingly good German impression. Did not know you had that in your repertoire. Surprised it hasn't come out earlier. I appreciate that. But you are correct. We are talking about FC Schalke 04 uh, esports division. They have bought the Elements roster, an Elements roster that did. Better than we thought they were going to do heading into the season. They got a 7th place spot with a 6-12 and record in the regular season. FC Schalke has bought out that spot, bought out all of the roster with one major change. Uh, Ika, who was kind of widely seen as the weaker uh, mid laner in Europe, has now left the team. They have signed Fox, who had a uh, surprisingly decent season over the Unicorns of Love. Walter, when you look at what happened last split and the changes that they've made, how do you feel about FC Schalke's opening performance? Well, I feel like their first split as this roster together was surprising in in some regards. A lot of us just all expected them to completely fall flat and be auto-relegated. And they came out. They came out swinging and they started the season like 3-1. and And from there, they just kept growing, and and they turned into the Wandy line of European LCS teams of if you even want to attempt to compete for a playoff spot, you have to be better than this team. And certain teams were better than them, certain teams were worse than them, and that's where they sat out. They sat at 7th and avoided relegation, and here they are, and they made not a massive upgrade, but a a rather decent upgrade in, in changing out Ica for Fox, who... Uh, while wasn't as great a split as his uh, his co-carry on Unicorns of Love and Steelbeck, definitely turned around from his SK days. Yeah, I mean, Fox was a very interesting player last split. He did very well in terms of KDA, uh, getting a lot of assists for the team, uh, doing a very good job of 
keeping up that uh, damage percentage uh, in a way that they were able to rely on him as that second carry, which is something that you couldn't necessarily rely on Ika for in the same regard. Unfortunately, uh, the big problem they're going to have is that both of those guys are weak laners. They uh, were both negative in CS differential at 10 minutes and in gold differential at 10 minutes. Almost identical, basically, as far as CS goes. The gold differential difference being basically that Unicorns of Love were an above-average team and Elements, as you said, were the Mendoza line here. So I ask you, Walter, what is it that you're most excited to watch about this team? What is it going to take for them to do better than this Mendoza line style that they were able to accomplish last split? So for me, it's going to come down to the the continued improvement that uh, the the middle of the team has essentially. So I'm talking about Gillis, Gillius and Fox, and it's really going to come down to Fox played the spring split a lot like he played the spring split last year when he was on SK Gaming, where it was very you know, rather consistent, some decent play. When he got on his good champions, he was able to make impacts. Uh, when he was off his champions, he definitely was lackluster in like laning phase and had some trouble in team fights with his positioning. So now the question for Fox is: Is this just going to be a repeat of last year, where he had a you know a, a solid spring split and then completely fell apart during the summer, or is he going to build upon that spring split and move further? with his career and, and actually stick on this team for, for a period of time. And then Gilius to me, again, he did not do a ton in the spring split that he wasn't eye popping. He wasn't always like, Oh my God, like this is the best juggler in, in Europe. This is great. But he definitely showed promise compared to his previous iterations uh, in the LCS and challenger series. Remember he was like kicked off of unicorns of love twice. Uh, so for him, his improvement is going to be really important. And expanding his champion pool because unless he was on on Lee Sin, the rest of his champion pool is pretty mediocre and he didn't really have a lot of ability on those champions to make plays and even his Lee Sin wasn't flashy insect style diamond proc style Lee Sin where he's getting all these crazy kicks off they were very like straightforward plays where he's just like I'm just gonna warhop over this wall and kick them or I'm just gonna flash behind him and kick them there was none of these really super insane warhop kick flashes or flash kick ward hop like nothing like that so watching him improve further or if he falls off he could very easily get replaced during the season if he just doesn't hold water yeah Gilius is an interesting one for me if you look at the stats it's not very kind to him. He had the lowest number of kills uh, for any jungler at, with only 17 across 18 games. That's not ideal, to say the least. Uh, but more worryingly, he didn't make up for that with any other kinds of objectives. His earned gold per minute was the second lowest in the league ahead of only Trashy from Splice. The guy is not someone that they can rely upon to be a carry threat in terms of kills or a carry threat in terms of securing some of those neutral objectives that can help that earned gold per minute go up. So it really does fall on Fox to to carry here. And what I'm most interested in is, can Mr. Rales be as consistent as he was last split? One of the biggest and nicest surprises from this team was just how good that bot lane ended up being, despite the fact that Spraddle had not looked good in his previous LCS time, and Mr. Rollins had been kind of average on Rocket, to say the least. So he stepped up in a very big way, 
uh, and kind of asserted himself as an above-average AD carry last split. And they're going to need him to be that guy if they're going to step forward in any real way. Any sort of drop-off on his end, and it's going to be difficult for them to make their way beyond what they were able to accomplish last split. It's going to take a next level of effort, I think, from him to be that main hyper-carry that teams like his really do need. But Walter, I want to hear the optimism. I want to hear the most exciting thing. What do you think is the best case scenario for all of these new FC Schalke 04 fans to get excited about in their debut split at the EU LCS? So I think the best case scenario does revolve around some other teams uh, falling apart, some downgrades that they've had. We've seen uh, Unicorns of Love and Origin have made some roster changes that we will see how well they play out, but they look weaker on paper. And Shulk, it's really going to come down to, you know, the two players in the mid and even Sprottle, I think. Steve and Mr. Rawls were average. They were good. They were consistent. They played well, and they kept elements afloat for the majority of last split. Now it's going to be the rest of the players, Gilius, Fox, and Sprattle, to up their game. Sprattle definitely had problems when he wasn't playing on, like, Alistar's last split. And now that the meta is starting to shift away from the tank supports, the, how quickly he can adapt, how quickly Fox can adapt to the new champion pools, how much better is Gilius at his shot calling and his roaming around the map, when, again, we're seeing changes to Dragons and Rift Herald is really going to be key for this team. But if they can do all those things, I think teams above them that made the playoffs in the spring made some downgrades that they could sneak up there. Six teams do have to make the playoffs out of Europe, and Schalk made an upgrade at their weakest position. And that just tells you on paper this team should be going upwards. But if people like Gilius and Sprattle just don't reach that same level that everyone else is, there could be issues. And that's where my worst-case scenario for these guys come in. What you're counting on here is that Gilius doesn't hold this team back when we're currently in a meta in which junglers can have such a huge influence on the game. You know, this isn't a Gragas-style meta where as long as you're tanky and bring some CC, you're going to be valuable. If they're needing him to make plays, he hasn't been that guy, and that's something that can really plague this team. I think Sprattle is someone who has shown some inconsistency in the past as far as being able to be the support that they're going to need him to be if Mr. Rollins is going to hard carry. And the most worrying thing for me at the end of the day is that Fox's champion pool is not particularly deep if we're going to go off of what happened last split. He had a lot of Victor games, a lot of great Zed games, and then everything else was two games or fewer, and almost all of them were losses. He got a win on Corky when he only played it once. He went one and one on Lissandra. But LeBlanc, Gangplank, Ezreal, Lulu, Ari, he tried all these things, and none of them worked out very well. He has a comfort zone, and that comfort zone is punishable in the right situation. So even though it is an upgrade over what they had, I can very much see if, if a team like Giants Gaming or the Unicorns of Love surprises us with their young talent, if Splice makes a step forward, if Rocket pays off on some of the potential that they have now that they've brought Steel back in, this could be a team that actually takes a step backwards, despite the fact that they've on paper improved the roster. 
it's really going to come down to how consistent you think this team is going to be and how much you believe that this FC Schalke organization is going to be able to come in and immediately know how to handle these situations. Obviously, they took Melk and Nif from the Elements organization, but as they get their feet wet and as they start looking at how these day-to-day operations go, there could be some changes here that also disrupt the flow for this team. So there's definitely a doomsday scenario in here as well. Walter, at the end of the day, all of these things considered, where do you think this team ends up? Well, in all honesty, I thought you were about to ask me where where do I think the line was because that's the standard <laughs> the standard phrase on this podcast. All joking aside, at the end of the day, I'd probably place this team somewhere between fifth and eighth, uh, right right in the middle of the pack. There's definitely looks like there's a ceiling on the talent on this team. There is no true superstar, even with the improved seasons that Steve and Fox and Mister Rawls had last split. I just don't see them contending with the top three teams. But they could, you know, raise above their spot of being the the gatekeeper between playoffs and, and non-playoffs. So I, I'd say somewhere between five and eight. That's that's the, the right spot for them. I'm going to be a little bit more bold. I'm going to say seven. I'm going to pin it down right within that range. And it's for a lot of the reasons that you just said. There is no superstar on this team. They made an upgrade, but it's not like they brought in a pure game changer who can single-handedly alter the path of this organization. He is a guy who has very particular strengths and weaknesses. And honestly, a lot of the weaknesses are the same one that the old guy had. So I don't see much changing as far as their position as the Mendoza line team goes. But if they finish seventh, then that's FC Schalke doing well enough to not have to worry about playing relegation matches and then being able to, now that they'd have some experience under their belt, really come on strong in 2017, which is, I think, the ultimate goal here. I think if you're coming in and you're choosing to support FC Schalke, you're not doing it because you think they're a team that can really compete for one of those top spots this split. You're looking at it as this is a team and an organization that is going to spend this split figuring out what parts of this are worth keeping and then making the big moves when the offseason comes around. So I'm very interested to see how it goes. However, there are nine other teams that we've got to get to, including tomorrow's team, which I don't know about you guys, but despite it being the summer, I feel a cold front coming on as we prepare for tomorrow's podcast. So be sure to come back to soundcloud.com slash esportsroughdrafts or the iTunes podcast section, uh, Esports Rough Drafts, there to make sure you catch all of our previews. And until tomorrow, goodbye, Internet.